Dwayne! Hey, can I give a shout out to my parents who hit their 56th wedding anniversary yesterday? Heck yeah. It's a long time. Happy anniversary, Rich and Linda. <laughs> 56 great years. And you're going to give them 56 years on that riff with Smoke on the Water. I love it. Yeah, my mom used to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you think Dwayne can join us at 3070 for a... He did for our live show. I know. I want yeah. him to come tonight for the NFL. You just threw it out there, and we're going to see him with his... Let's see if Dwayne Fender shows up. Mustang guitar just playing This is what he played and continues to play... As a warm-up, every time he brings out his guitar. Hey, this I is a fan it. cave. You got a jam-packed um, crew over here, and we have special guest. He is on the line. He is ready to go. We have Andre Mintz ready to go. Denver Bronco, Dre Mintz, number 48. What's happening, brother? Congratulations first. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that. I, I really appreciate it. We were talking a little bit earlier. Roman had brought this up about um, you know having you on uh, a little bit you know after the draft, and then when the Broncos brought in their undrafted free agents, and just the confidence uh, that you were exuding, uh, you know, being a part of the Broncos camp, and and really talking about you know those who were influencing you while you were in the camp. Hey, how was the process? And then talk us through. Let the fans know. What did it feel like when you knew you made the 53, bud? Um, the process was just coming in every day, putting my head down and working. You know, just taking advantage of the opportunities presented to me and uh, taking heed to all the coaching and, you know, learning from such a great player that they already have in there. And um, just good days, bad days, just trying to stay in the middle and just keep working, you know, keep growing as a player, keep growing as a young player. Because, you know, this is the NFL and the learning curve is, is extremely different from college. So, you tapped right. on it right there, Dre. Um, like you were saying, you've learned from some of the best over there. Who's taught you the most during the training camp? Is it Malik um, Reed? That, that, Chubb? That, that position room, like that that position group that we have in there is like open for them. You know what I mean? We can be watching a play, and it, it doesn't matter who it is. They, they may say something, and, you know, we all take heed to it. You know, of course, the older guys, uh, Malik, Vaughn, and Chubb, you know, they all they, they speak their wisdom when, when the younger guys are in. You know, they tell us what we can do better, how how they notice certain things and even when they're in we can ask like we can ask questions of what they see, what they felt, what gave them that trigger. So it's a really an open room. Of course we got a great coach with Coach Tags and you know, it's it's a ongoing process. You know, so much greatness in the room from the coach to, you know, to the vets in there. So it's it's all they're always open to give wisdom and open to give us some type of information of how to play better and how to see things and feel things even better. Talking with Dre Mintz, uh, Denver Bronco Dre Mintz. Dre, uh, before that, I'd, I'd ask a question because I'm really curious. You know, this had to be a huge and special moment for you when you, when you, you, know, when you found out you made the 53. Can you share that experience with us? Um, so you know how the process goes in terms of, you know, you get called in. We had those days off, so I was I didn't I didn't leave my hotel room. Like I ordered everything in, like I kind of hoarded in my room and just stayed in my room for those two days. And uh, on the third day of the final ones, you know, you, we had practice, so I'm in the facility. I'm just like nervous, hoodie on. You know, I'm trying to get my I'm trying to you know hit the cold tub, hot tub, roll out, stretch. I'm just you know being calm and trying to stay out the way. I so so. 
Like, for some reason, they just, I hope they just didn't see me. You know, I don't know. But I'm just in there. <laughs> like, I'm just in there, nervous. You know, you know the, the vets are in there. You know, they're regular and normal because, you know, they've been here or whatever. But I'm just there. And I keep looking at the clock because I know 4 o'clock is the deadline, you know, 2 o'clock in, in this time zone. So I'm looking at the clock. You know, we start going to meetings. You know, we start other meetings. We start having meetings, walkthroughs, things like that. And I just keep looking at the clock. Keep looking at the clock. And then I, I, I was sitting next to Jonathan Cooper. and Got to ask you about him. him. I looked at him and I was like, it's almost 2 o'clock. Because like, <laughs> that's the deadline. That's the other deadline. So I'm like, it's almost 2. We sitting there deep with me. I'm like, it's almost 2 o'clock. Like, I keep looking at the clock. It's like 1.30, 1.45. And then eventually, um, once it was time for practice, it was past 2 o'clock. And I just kind of almost broke down and you know lost it you know it was pretty cool it was a pretty cool wow. moment to be a part of and, and and i thank god and everything you know all this hard work that got me to this point and it's really just the beginning and i'm really excited and you know the vets start shaking my hand and tell me congratulations and stuff like that and i thought i thought that was a really cool moment to have and share with those guys well i appreciate you sharing that with us and, and the That's listeners really cool. uh who was your first phone call my first phone call was or I did, text. Face, I did a group FaceTime with um, with my family, my mother, father, and two sisters, and I just showed them that I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm still in here. I'm still in the locker room. I still My stuff is still here. Uh, looks like staying in Denver. That's awesome, man. Congratulations, Dre Mintz. That's fantastic. <laughs> Dre, this is LJ Maximo, Coach Max, man. We love you. We love your story. Vanderbilt's coming to town this weekend about an hour away from Dove Valley down at Colorado State. And I just want to let you know that your story inspires so many young kids. And it and it and it gives that never quit. It gives that special moment. It's like I'm a baseball guy and it's like getting the call up to the big leagues. You made it, Dre. You in the show. You in the big leagues. And we congratulate you. And Vanderbilt's coming to town this weekend. So hopefully they, they, they get you a victory this weekend. Yeah, yes. uh, you know, I love those guys. You know what I'm saying? I gave Vanderbilt everything I had. Uh, I, I'm just excited to see those young guys get after it. All the last those young guys. I'm ready to see all those young guys are now old guys. I'm excited to see those guys on the field and see those guys get after, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm just I mean I'm gonna be tuned in, even though we're gonna go to New York. I'm tuned in to see those guys play and come out with a dub. Hey Dre, I got a question for you. It's a two part question. Number one, you know, how do, how does it feel and, and I don't know if you know the tradition here, uh, Denver has for seventeen out of eighteen years put somebody that has been in undra- undrafted has made the 53. Um, and, and, you know, phenomenal football players that have come up through the ranks and have, have played many years here. And the second question is, ba- you're, the, you're the guy for this year, uh, number 17 out of 18 um, years. What, what is it like with people that come from some of the larger programs like Ohio State, or Jonathan Cooper, and some of these other rookies that have also made that team? And you knowing that you... You knew you belonged playing. Um, I'd say, really, I just got to really give all the glory to God. You know, I wouldn't be able to be in this position 
I'm blessed to be in the room. Like, I, I oftentimes turn around and I look and I see Von Miller, like, sitting there. And I see Bradley Chubb and I see Malik Reed and I see Jonathan Cooper. Like, it's kind of like, it's really surreal because, like, I remember, I remember sitting down in class looking up Bradley Chubb's highlights, you know, because when I was a freshman, my Richard my freshman year, he played, he played my school in a bowl game. And I remember looking him up and knowing who he is and, the same thing for, the same thing for Malik Reed. I played Malik, Malik Reed when I was a sophomore, and we played Nevada. It's crazy how life works, and you know, Von Miller being a legend himself. I've looked up so many videos of what he does, how he does things, and to to turn around and see him sitting in arms reach over me is kind of wild. Like it's like I'm here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of it feels surreal, and I'm I'm thankful that it, that I'm in this position because like so many people were killed to be in this position and. I'm I'm just trying to make the most of it and, you know, take the talent and the opportunity that God gave me and contribute to winning to this organization. Yeah. Hey, Dre, this is Iron Mike here. I grew up just half an hour from the stadium here in Denver, and I've watched the healthy tradition of linebackers that have played here. And now you're part of that tradition and the hard-hitting Broncos that have come through this team. What do you think about the tradition of the defense as well as the linebackers I've come through. We've had Tom Jackson, Randy Gratisher, with obviously Von Miller, Kyle, Carl Mecklenburg, all these great linebackers, and now you can be one of those great names that are going to be on that wall. Man, I just, I just try to, you know, just try to uphold, you know, the the defense, the, the defensive standard. You know what I mean? If you look at our defense now, it's amazing from front end to back end. So, I just try to do everything in my power. To uphold that standard, you know what I mean? Because like Coach Fangio, defensive defensive guy, um, amazing defensive mind, and you know, I'm just trying to grow in this system and grow on special teams and grow anywhere they put me on the field. And you know, defense is a big part of that. And um, I just take pride in it. You know what I mean? Understanding the history, understanding being the undrafted undrafted person, making a roster, even you know, leaning on Malik Reed. You know, just trying to just trying to soak it all in and take it for what it is because, you know, it's, it's an amazing accomplishment and, and it's amazing defense and history behind it. I do have one last question real quick. What do you think of uh, um, LJ Maximo taking the Giants this weekend? <laughs> I mean, everybody's entitled to an opinion. <laughs> so, uh, shame on you, to be honest. But, <laughs> hey, well, you uh, have to Dre- wait. Yeah, Dre, I agree with you 100%. That's Shame why they, on Max. That's why they play the game. But, you know, if uh, it sounds, you know, I appreciate you I'm taking I'm taking Vanderbilt over the Rams, by the way, Dre. I'm taking <laughs> Vanderbilt over the Rams this Saturday in Fort Collins. Thank you. But, you know, you got to fix the other one. He, he redeemed <laughs> himself. He redeemed himself. <laughs> hey, so, Dre, want to just touch base with you real quick. Um and, and I won't, we won't be offended if you say no, but if you have another five, ten minutes, um, wanted to talk a little bit about the upcoming game Sunday um, with the Giants and kind of the mindset and what uh, what you guys have going on as far as from a preparation standpoint and what that looks like, the trip over there. It's a big weekend in New York. Obviously, the anniversary, the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Um, you know, it, it, do you have another minute or two? And like I said, we won't be offended if you say no, but uh, hey, sure. we got you on the line. We might as well uh, pick your brain about it. Uh, sure. Right now, just been trying to figure out, you know, Did we lose him? made the team. Now you got to figure out where to stay. So that's where I've been 
dealing with now, just trying to, you know, get settled here. In oh, Denver. I got you. That's right. You got to so, find yeah. a place to live, not a hotel anymore, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate that. Bye, I think Felicia. you said that. I think that you said you you would. I think we heard that. We lost you for a quick second there. Yeah, I would. we appreciate we appreciate that, Dre. Hey, it's the fan cave. We're live right here on Mile High Sports. We're speaking with number forty eight. That's another thing I want to ask like you that. about. Is number like forty eight, Dre Mintz of the Denver Broncos, your newest Denver Bronco. Don't go anywhere. We got a little bit more with Dre when you come back. It is the fan cave live here, ninety eight point one one oh seven point five FM. Mile High Sports. Dot com. Dot com. Welcome back. We are the Fan Cave, broadcasting live from the Drives of Mile High Studios are here in Arvada. Just finishing up segments we've had opening weekend for the Denver Broncos. As we all know, we said it earlier on in the show, the Denver Broncos are the number one team in the NFL on opening day. Most wins. They're defending that, going out to New York this weekend to try to try to keep that uh, number one ranking overall. For opening day win, uh, not wins, but win percentage, and we have a Denver Bronco on the line with us right now. The newest Denver Bronco, Dre Mintz, number forty-eight, outside linebacker, getting sharing some great insight with us, and we want to kind of talk about this weekend and want to talk about the game versus the Giants. Uh, this is a team that the Broncos do have a, a, some familiarity with. Uh, we were talking about this yeah. earlier as well, Romes, with, uh, you know, with Shermer, we got Shula, you know, they, they know the personnel and things like that. Dre, I wanted to ask you about, you know, kind of the mindset going into the game against the Giants defensively. There is obviously some talent. You've got a third-year pro now in Daniel Jones, um, who's had flashes of success. You've got a running back in Saquon Barkley, who is, when healthy, you could make the argument he's a top three, four, five uh, running back in the NFL. You know, what What are you guys in the deep rest of the defense, what, what are some of the goals for this weekend? What, what are you looking to do um, from the onset? Um, they're a great team, a great, you know, they have great players. Our goal is to go out and execute our game plan at a high level, you know, in all three phases, offensively, defensively, special teams-wise, you know, and do that to the fullest extent to come out with a W. I love that, and that is, you know, that that right there. But from is exactly what we expect. You know what I mean? And you know what? From what does that look like uh, from a game plan standpoint? I'm not asking you to tell me the game plan, but you know, what is it? Um, you know, from a confidence standpoint, you know, what are you guys looking for out of the Giants this week? Is, uh, is it a is it a healthy dose of Saquon? Is it just being prepared for everything? Um, you guys, the Broncos, in the last two seasons, have been the top red zone defense in the NFL. So, you know, I guess my question is, Dre, Mintz, you know, 
what are you going to do and where do you expect your role to be on Sunday? Um, I expect my role to be wherever they need me when my number gets called, you know, especially on special teams as a young guy trying to make an impact and, you know, and again, anywhere my number gets called, you know, I can't tell you specifically, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you know, there's a lot of things out of my control, but any and everywhere, especially on special teams to make an impact, you know, whether that be getting after, getting after the kickoff, uh, the kick returner, you know, covering the kick, blocking, running, like whatever, any and everything, that they asked me to do, I'm going to do to the best of my ability. Well, tell me about that number. You said whenever your number gets called, you, uh, you 48. I saw it on your Twitter. Hashtag final 48. What is that? What does that mean? Uh, first 48 is a number that I the first 48. Added. Sorry, it's a number that I had since I was a, uh, played JV in high school. You know what I mean? Nice. I had to play a year of JV in high school, and it grew as I grew. The number grew with me, and it, and it took on its own meaning, especially in college. You know. I'm thankful enough to get it here at this level. Um, yeah. And I really think it embodies, you know, everything that I stand for. You know, it is a number, but I take a lot of pride in, you know, that number because I feel like it's it's my football self, also almost an alter ego, you know what I mean? And um, it means a lot to me, and I was really excited to know, found out when I can get the number. So It was one heck of an offseason, especially on the offensive side of the – um, uh, of the you know the, the the room, and can you tell me a little bit about Ted Teddy Theodore Bridgewater and what he's kind of brought? He's named a captain. What is he? What is? What have you seen from him during this preseason and coming up into um, into this you know Giants game as a leader? What 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 stuck out to you, Dre? Um, you know, kind of same things you've seen on the preseason games. You know, a guy that leads by example, does what he needs to do, and you know, he he is a great quarterback. You know what I mean? Does everything on and off the field in terms of communicating, having a relationship with guys. Um, he's a veteran guy. You know, he's been in the league for a while. You, you've seen he has success in other places, and he's just continued to be that same guy. Well, that's awesome, and that's what we've heard. Hey, uh, you shared a little bit earlier about, you know, some of the guys who have – you know, in your room that have been fantastic. And we'll round it up here because I know you got to go. you got tons, tons on your plate. But something maybe that stuck out to you that maybe it was Vaughn, maybe it was uh, Chubb, maybe it was Malik Reed. What was something that they said that really kind of stuck with you and when you realized, okay, I, I'm really around some special people? Yeah. Uh, something that they said to me that really stuck out was uh, – was Malik Reed because, you know, Malik Reed was in my position three years ago and, you know, took advantage when his, opp when his opportunities came. So uh, something that he really told me is just put your head down and work. You know what I mean? When your number gets called, make the most of it. You know, it's, it's, it's not a movie quote, but it's simple. You know what I mean? And it's something that he lives by to this day. So I just try to, I just try to live by that on a daily basis. You know, watching him work, watching him be consistent, good good, bad, or indifferent, he's out there working. You know what I mean? Well, I being you, extra. Being extra, staying in, being the first one to come in, last one to go, last one to lead the field, just try to lead by his – try to follow his example. Well, I, I tell you what, you said something there. It, it Not something that's in a movie quote, but it could be a movie that's being written, and that movie could be about Dre Mintz. So I appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate the time. Uh, that you're taking in the craziness that is, hey, we're a new – you're a new Denver Bronco. Congratulations, first 48. Thanks, buddy. Thank you so much. No problem. Go Broncos.
Yeah, great interview right there. That's the newest Bronco, uh, Roman, you said, 17 out of the last 18 years. Yeah. That's how UFA has made it. That's it. I mean, uh, I, you know, like Ryan and I, when we went to the practice, uh, you know, we saw him just – he was astute. He was listening. He was – everything was hard. Everything was good in terms of his, his, uh, his moves. He was taking everything in. And, you know, it showed out, and it worked for him. Um, I like that 48 story. <laughs> um, I like that, you know, it means something. I, I was going to reference, uh, you know, Shaq Barrett. You know, Shaq Barrett in 48 and his, his path to, uh, you know, NFL stardom. Uh, you know, Draymond's has that same potential, but he also has that same opportunity, and right. he's going to grasp that. Something know? came to mind, a, a Triple H when I think of him, and it's not in a wrestling term, I was but it's say. humble. <laughs> It's humble, hungry, and honest. Yeah. And that's yeah. what drives that guy. And that's what we heard in that interview. Very much so. That was a great interview. We have another interview lined up, don't we? Yeah. We'll be speaking with uh, Frank Gonzalez of the Colorado Rockies organization. Going to give us a little bit of insight there as we continue to break down um, N- N- NFL. I mean, it's here, boys. It's the NFL season. We've never talked football with Frank, have we? No, maybe we're we'll you're about football. to hear some football from Frank. <laughs> yeah, he'll be <laughs> on next. And he's got a great Derek Jeter story. Hall of Fame. It's Hall of Fame Wednesday. Larry Walker. Larry Walker. Oh, Derek Jeter. You know, and Frank has a great story to tell us. So, yeah, uh, hopefully it's better timing than the MLB doing. And then, then we'll get his NFL picks. We'll get his NFL picks. <laughs> nice. Hey, and it, this we, is a fan cave. This uh, this special episode. We got what song is this right now? You got the fan cave, 98.1 FM, Mile High Sports.com.